I've always felt different. I've always seen things, but when I tried to express them as a child, I was always told to ignore it. There were people that I didn't know that came to me and said, I have this message that I keep getting that I have to deliver to you. All of a sudden, out of the shadows, a homeless man just jumped right in front of me, and he said, I'm a soul just like you. I love it. I wanted to understand the universe and who and what we are and what are we doing here. We're all part of this amazing soul wave tapping into each other. This was a major life changer. You are a light. You have helped me a ton. Thank you. You've given me the courage to live more from my soul. Millions of people are awakening. So wake up with Michelle Miche. Be pleased to hear the best-selling authors and experts in the fields of cutting-edge self-help, personal growth, metaphysics, and spirituality. The Soul Path of Awakening. Understand what living awake is. Hello, everyone. Great to connect with you. Oh, great to see everyone in this chat, also known as the Sacred Space of Empowerment Room. Loving it, loving it. Also, my co-hosts, co-pilots, sound engineers, um, and they really help ground the energy. So I appreciate you. I appreciate all of you that are co-creating this with me, um, really putting the time and the energy and showing up and uh, sharing also. Um, I really appreciate you all. Um, if you want to listen by phone, also that number is 347-539-5122, 347 and press 1 on the keypad, and that will get you um, listening by phone. And, of course, if you want to um, ask, if you want to ask a question by phone, um, just press 1 on your keypad, okay? Otherwise, you can just listen by phone or you can listen on your computer. Uh, speaking of listening, we haven't done this in a long time, and I was reminded of it. Um, you guys email me how you listen to Awakenings. I'll give you a little bit of a shout-out. If you have projects or things that you have going on that you want a little bit of promo, promotion on, uh, send me a line or two about that, a sentence or two, you know, three, four sentences. Um, about what you're doing, how people can reach you. Um, hope you to see in the chat too, but I know some of you can't make it um, at this time, so you listen in the archives. But let us know how you listen to Awakenings, if you're new uh, to Awakenings with Michelle Mache. Um, how'd you find us? Let us know how you listen, where you listen. I mean, when we did this before, I loved it. We had people listening in the office with their headset on and a hoodie, we had people listening while they're riding their bike, uh, training in Hawaii, you know who you are, shout out. We had people uh, watching the kids listening, grocery shopping, driving, stuck in traffic, on the train, on the subway. We had people cleaning, vacuuming <laughs> while they're listening. So, um, yeah, really, really a kind of fun and way to connect with everyone. Also, for further connecting, you can always go to the Awakenings um, Facebook page. There's Awakenings with Michelle Mache page. If you want to keep up to date with things, but if you want to connect with more people, uh, keep inspired. We try to really keep it 5D, a little or non-duality as much as possible um, on that community page, on that group, the Awakenings group. But you can connect there, and I really do suggest that people post, share your art, your music. You know, the soul is all about self-expression and creativity. It is, it's unleashing the creator soul that we are, the creator cells, the artists that we are. And it's, 
it may be how you write, something that you write, um, that you post that's very inspiring for you or uplifting. You never know who you're going to touch by what you post. It may be just that thing someone wants to hear. Or maybe you share a story of how you overcame something. That's also very helpful. But anyway, if that interests you, you can go to Awakenings on Facebook, the Awakenings group. Um, Also, please connect with me. Uh, Patreon, if you want to dive a little deeper, I'd love to see you on my YouTube channel. We have a great community there, a lot of crossover from here, the podcast to the videos um, where I post uh, pick a card readings. But I usually do a little talk and I do relay information from the uh, spirit guides that I work with, the spiritual hierarchy, um, as well as just spirit in general. And um, I love the pick a card because it really connects people to their intuition as well. So if that's something that's Soul Awakening with Michelle Mache, you can find me on YouTube. Would love to have you there. Come by, say hi. Um, let me know if you listen to the podcast. And let me know how you're doing in your path. And if you have any specific questions or specific readings you would like. Um, if you want a little more individualized or personal, I'm on MentorCam, the app, M-E-N-T-O-R-C-A-M. And I believe it's in the episode description box um, how to get there. I've been having oh my gosh so fun I gotta tell you guys so but inspirational moments I've had oh, a few people that have reached out to me and asked me questions I literally when I saw their the video because you could videotape me so I can see you so you can eat you know you can text a question um, or you can video right and some of them, I just started crying. I just, I could feel such a connection with the person. And it just, the heartfelt energy. Um, because, you know, you guys are brave. People that are working on themselves and really wanting more spiritual connection, being wanting to live more from your higher self, soul-centered living, it's brave. You know, there, there's not a lot yet of, reinforcements for that and acknowledgement and validation and so to look at yourself and and to want to have help yourself want to heal want to help others want to do something more just to put um your energy out there more in the world just as your true you to want to live more authentically so some of the questions and the people just what they've said have just i've cheered up and it's just like I'm supposed to wait maybe a two or day, two to three days to answer, and sometimes I'm just like, oh, no, I got to go back and see who's there. I got to answer this now. <laughs> so anyway, if that's something that interests you, um, that's available to you. Also, this Saturday the 19th, I have a very special session, which I actually the exchange fee is greatly reduced, um, and I'll tell you why in a minute. But it's a sacred healing light meditation and session. I'm going to be doing a bit of a channeling session for everyone with what's coming up energetically and do this heart meditation that I learned. And um, you can find out more about it by going to workshops and courses or classes and workshops on soulplayground.life, which is my website. I don't know if it's events and workshops, classes and workshops with Michelle. You can click there um, and sign up for if that's something that interests you. 
so much is going on with the heart, literally the heart and heart chakra. A lot of people are having a lot of issues right now, um, just in general with life, with family, with friends with themselves, these, these patterns are really coming up. These, these, you know, we have the same relating pattern, behavior pattern, relating pattern, what we call hypnotherapy condition response patterns for thousands of years. You know, people talk about slavery and they keep going, oh, 400 years or 200, and I'm like, no, no, dude. <laughs> Egyptian slave people, everybody slaved people. Everybody had a higher, you know, I'm above you, you're below me. Whether Babylonian times, ancient Egypt time, Egyptian times, ancient Roman times, Greek times, um, so yeah, that kind of oppressor, oppressive, what we call the invader culture, dominator invader culture, and all of that is getting shifted. It's 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 an unhealthy expression or non of the masculine expression of the all that is however we have to remember that we were that was part of the earth game or you know it was a lot about separation because you can abuse someone or hurt someone else when you feel separate from them because you project out your own even consciously or subconsciously your own narrative about yourself your own lack of self-worth or loathing or whatever you know it gets from the, the little you know, pathology to the huge pathology on something. So we have to be really gentle with ourselves right now. But fierce and honest, fierce and honest. You have to be honest with yourself and each other. And many of you may find that you're moving away from particular relationships. And it most likely will just be temporarily. But I, in a loving, non-narcissistic way, you have to put yourself first right now. You really, really, really do. I mean, this is the time. You know, that saying, everybody knows that saying on the airplane, when the oxygen mask comes down, even before a child or an infant, put it on yourself first. And one of the reasons we have ourselves in this pickle is because many people that are consciously on a path, whether, you know, you'd call it humanistic psychology, transpersonal psychology, psychology, inner work, healers, mentors, teachers, light workers, um, or starseeds that are light workers or teachers or healers or have been enablers. <laughs> been enabling. Enabling, enabling, enabling. Empaths, enabling. Psychics, enabling. Intuitives, enabling. And the truth of the matter is, and I got this straight from my guides, and also from my, one of my teachers, Dr. Han, because he said a long time ago when I was doing a lot of my own inner work and studying and and I wondered why I was shifting and changing and certain people were not in my life. And he said, but they're not doing the work. So we can't expect the people that are not doing the inner work to change. They may change due to frequency shifts and how we respond, not how we react. We have to not react from condition response patterns. Many times those closest to us do change in a life-enhancing way when we stop, I call it, getting behind them with the pooper scooper. You know, like doggy, have you ever seen it at a dog park? They have these scoopers. 
And that's what we do. And, the, and I've done it, you know, because we want to help them. We want to be there for them. We see the potential. But until people reach for their own light, their own source of light, which emanates from them and is through them, through their own activities and, and their own, most importantly, their own connection to their self or God, source, the all that is, and then learn how to express that and experience that and learn how to self-soothe and tell people know how to do that or at least are attempting to do it, it's, it's like jumping in, you know, the Bermuda Triangle and trying to pull someone up. So it's going to get more and more extreme. And it's not even a cognitive thing. This is not about intellectually thinking about this. You're just going to find yourself responding differently, being more transparent, being more truthful. You know, like I had to tell someone, the other family member who I love very much, but I had to say, you know what, if if you're not going to look at the real cause of the illness, what's causing all these illnesses that you're having, all these body things and organ failures, then I don't want to hear about the illness anymore. I don't want to talk about it. And he got really huffy, but I get get it. But the thing is, how can I sit there when – you know, I can't just can't just talk about the weather and pretend something. Oh, I had to go to the doctor. I was hospital. All this stuff is happening, and you're not owning up to why it's happening. What you're doing to actually cause this? What your doctors told you that you're doing? So, yeah, that's <laughs> it. Just tumbled out of my mouth. I'm like, well, what am I doing? Listening? What are we doing here? You know, paint nails? What's happening? <laughs> You know what I mean? So be gentle with yourself and the changes and find the way. One of my ways is definitely through meditation, but to connect in with your higher self so that you're getting the higher frequency, more extended, expanded vibrational understanding of yourself, the situations, the relationships, and therefore able to respond from that place, which always includes what's best for you. And it comes from love. You know, I even told this, my family member, I said, I'm not judging you, and I'm not trying to shame you. It's just I don't know how to fit in with it. I can't just keep talking when the elephant is in the room and it's getting bigger and bigger, and it's a very bright pink. And you're, you're saying, you know, there's no elephant, but we can see there's an elephant here. It's a big elephant. You know, it might be a pretty elephant, but it's still an elephant. So, I acknowledge the elephant <laughs> or all the stuff that's under the carpet that you keep tripping over and then you're like, no, I cleaned the carpet. Well, really, why do you keep tripping over that big hump in the center of the carpet there? Want to know? Just saying. Yeah, so be gentle, be kind. I'm going to be doing a lot more that supports all of this because there is so much intense and extreme change for many of you it's subtle deep deep change um and it's changing how you're showing up and you're and you know I saw that in myself I was going out for a walk and um I just went oh wow something's different I'm different somehow I was definitely one of my witness observer self. Wow. 
something shifting here, something already shifted. And that's us. It's our true us. The higher self is the true us. It's up to, you know, the avatar aspect of us, that, that ego, the little dot of us that has to respond to what's happening and not fear that space or that void and try to go back to what we did before. What many of you are going to find that you don't even remember what you did before. That's the next step. We stop remembering. We stop identifying with the past, the past behaviors, and even the past traumas. I mean, I could have gotten into all the tribe been through this with you before, and I've done this, and you did that, and, I, and I'm like, I don't know. It's gone. What I'm present to is the truth of the connection, and what is, where is the real healing? Well, real healing, because it has to do with wholeness, integrity, integris, comes from the Latin word ohalen. Has to do with truth, transparency. As much as there is in the moment, if it's the, if the truth bubbles up in front of you, you know if you don't see it, that's another thing. But when you see it, when it bubbles up, you're not gonna be able to push it down anymore. So there's a lot coming in about self accountability, responsibility, being willing to go against the grain because. The grain is not the truth for you, even if there's peer pressure. That's going to be a biggie for quite a, quite a few years, this whole idea of peer pressure. We've always had it. it it's, a, it's a lower harmonic and a manipulation of the, the psychological button that we all have to belong, to be accepted, because acceptance, belonging, validation, appreciation, those are all forms of love. That's why a lot of times when people comment, like on my Instagram posts or YouTube, I would say, I appreciate you. I appreciate that. Not that I'm, I'm grateful and I have gratitude, but I really appreciate it because I know that's a form of love. It's a little zing of love in my direction. So we're going to have to really look at are we sacrificing our true self and our true sense of ourself on a soul level to fit in and unfortunately that is the lower harmonic of Aquarius the Aquarius age Aquarian age uh, has a lot to do with groups and communities but we know that groups and communities that the beautiful energy and concept of a group or community can be misused misaligned and manipulated to be a cult and cults work on peer pressure. I've done quite a lot of um, deprogramming work for some well-known cults. And not all cults are bad. I mean, any kind of religion or spiritual group, a spiritual group can be called a cult. Um, I think it was a self-realization fellowship. Some people call it a cult. Some people call it a religion, you know, guru my siddha yoga. I mean, but I did see peer pressure in there too. Oh, you're not doing that? You're not doing Oh, you're not going to go see Girl Mind? You're not going to India this year? You're not going to? What is that about, guys? I mean, I, I call people on it. I, I'm like, hey, this is like back in the, you know, on the schoolyard right now. You know, it's this peer pressure. So got gotta be, a, we're going to learn how to let other people do their thing and we do our thing. And sometimes we do the same thing and sometimes we don't. And we need to be able to be in a community or a group that sometimes just says, no, nah, not feeling that, not doing that. I like you, like the group, like the community, but I'm not doing every th- everything. 
that everybody's doing all the time, whether that group or community is humankind, is it, is it a national, is it the national, is it the state, the city, is it the neighborhood? So the healthy part of being seen as an individual, individuating your uniqueness as a soul being in a way that's in harmony with the group and of the group allowing that individuality in a way that is in harmony. So we're in the metaphysical principle, conf- uh, harmony through conflict until we get divine mystic in the chat awakening. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Very, very, very true. It's an awakening that is taking place and that's part of it. Cause there's a false narrative that if I make you do what I want to do and what I makes me feel safe, we do it in personal relationships all the time. You see it. People try to mold each other due to their own insecurities. And so that's a huge wounding and a big button psychologically, and that's going to be being pressed a lot to heal, to heal, to heal, to heal. All right, Radiant Soul Light, shall we get to questions? I'd love to. Um, If you would like to call in, that number is 347-539-5122. That's 347-539-5122 and press one on your keypad to get in the queue to get on air. Hello, welcome to Awakenings, you're on air. Hi, Michelle, it's Amla, how are you? Amla, hello. Doing well, Hi. how are you? <laughs> um, <laughs> thanks for your show, a lot of learning, and thank you. Just want to say that. You're so welcome. So welcome. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so I'm just wondering, like me for the summer of like, um, been going through a lot of, um, lives with this lady, um, and it's pretty much dissipating, but this was wondering, like, oh, is, I think things going to pep up a little bit for me because, um, I know it was karmic with this past person, but it it was really difficult. And I just, I'm just, do you feel like it was karmic and I just needed to just like, uh, just move up the stair, the ladder staircase of, of just learning and higher learning um, in order to, to be a better, I don't not a better, but just more of an ascension process, feel more upgraded as a person. So. Yeah, I mean, we have to remember our upgrading also is on the emotional level. So sometimes we have emotional patterns that don't suit, the, you know, don't suit us to that ne- next level of soul expression and experience. So right. I don't know that I would say karmic and, you know, karmic is cause and effect. I mean, it could be if I'm an enabler and I tend, or a people pleaser, that's the cause. Right. And then the effect is I attract people like that, you know, if you want to look at it that way. But, right. yeah, I feel like it's, it's getting you prepared to accept more in your life. Okay. And to not, not fear those kinds of situations but know how to navigate them. Yes to know yeah. how to navigate through them, right? Yes. 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 It's That's a big month for you been. right now. It, 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 yeah. it has not been an easy ride, but it's the most important thing I, I really am, um, must say I'm proud of myself is the fact, because I couldn't do this before, is to ask for what I want. 
and not be afraid of yes. it. Yes. That's what triggered me to, exactly. in, your, in to what you just said. Yeah. 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 It was amazing. It's an amazing feeling, but it was, it, it's like that whole bullying thing, a bully, not necessarily that I was a victim, but a bully needs some kind of role playing where a person, he or she can play, you know, bully victim, that role playing, Yeah, you know? And yeah. so, yeah, I, I totally get it. And it was, this was and my opportunity. Be, yes. Yeah. And there's going to be more of that. I mean, I've, um, witness some things where I had to intervene in in the public place, public forum, where somebody was recently being bullied, all about the mask, wow. wear the mask, don't wear the mask. Oh yeah, and I just, I'm yes, just, did it in a very oh. diplom. I did it in a very diplomatic way, and actually, when the other person left, this other lady left, the, the person that was being bullied came up to me and said, oh, you know, thank you because I know that person would have kept going because no one said anything. The owner of the, the shop that I was in didn't say anything. Right. Um, and I know the owners, they get, you know, nervous because they don't want to get the city on them. But, yes. yeah. you know, we got to sometimes you got to say something. You've got to risk something and, you know, say something. Yeah. I mean, that's we're we're here for that, you know. Absolutely. So, so do you yeah. feel like with this? Personally, it was my book, and do you feel like this summer it's it's you know she's gonna we're gonna have it out, and I hope it goes well. I know it's probably gonna take some time, but it, it this is really a higher version of myself. This is my second one, so I really feel good about it, and I just I I have a lot to share with the world. And even though it's a quote mm-hmm. book, it's it's very deep. Um, and I and I actually intentionally wrote it that way. I wanted to just be all of me and like be the scuba diver and I actually have an analogy in there um, of being mm-hmm. a scuba diver in the middle of the ocean. Well, you got to keep us posted as to how it all unfolds, you know. And just again, speak up to what you need. I mean, yes. again, you're attracting that, so you learn how to navigate through it. Right. 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 Yeah. And I feel like I'm on the other side now. I definitely feel like, okay, lesson learned. Not even a lesson, but just, yeah, just feeling really empowered is the word because I stood up for myself. Right? Yeah. And to, okay. to ask for what I want. All right. Yeah. Keep the, yes. So, thank so you. Important. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Take, Take care. care. Okay. Take care. Okay, in the chat, loved your expertise experience in the shop, Michelle. Yeah. Okay, everyone, with the with the recordings of the classes, this is this is like for people in the chat that are asking. You've got to download the whole course. You got to down to play it. Otherwise, Dropbox or Zoom. Zoom does this. It's actually coming from Zoom. So anyone that's taking Zoom classes that's having issues, this is something in the chat that someone's asked. A couple of people are asking me. Zoom only lets you do a partial listen, and so does Dropbox. Zoom, both Zoom and Dropbox only let you do a partial listen if you do not download the whole thing to your computer. If you download, you'll be able to listen to the whole thing. Um, yeah, Divine Mystic, yes. Oh, yeah, you guys heard about this because I talked about that in my, in my class, what happened. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty, pretty, pretty amazing. Get to the next caller. Hello, welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Hello. Hello. Come back to you. Yeah, you're on air. Hello. Hi, yeah, you're on air. This is Ladonna. Hi, Michelle. This Hi, is Ladonna. Ladonna. Hi, Ladonna. I called a couple months ago. Talked to you about 
letting go of a boyfriend that was a narcissist. Oh, <laughs> so I, yes. fi- I finally let go. <laughs> oh, so how do you feel? Oh, it was, I, I, yeah, it took me like three well, times and then I take him back. And then so, oh, I feel mm-hmm. better. And now I've met someone else. So okay. I'm calling to see how, um, what do you see or feel about that? Uh, about letting him go was absolutely, I should have done it six months prior. Yeah. Well, it's hard sometimes. Yeah. yeah, it was hard. hard. Sometimes, but you did yeah. it. Yeah, you did it, you did it, you did it. Um, yeah, once you go through that once or twice, a few times, that's it. Oh, my God. It was really yeah. <laughs> okay. This one looks good if you keep it kind of slow, keep it kind of upbeat is what I'm hearing. Um, is this person at a, somehow different or at a distance? Yes. He lives about okay. two hours away. Okay, that's what it is, because it's showing more of a distance, which could be good, so it go it goes unfolds kind of slowly. Um, but that's what I would tell you. Yeah, it feels like there's a distance. It does feel like there's a really there is a really good connection. It's kind of too soon to say which direction, but it's definitely saying take it slow, let the distance work for you, keep it kind of on the light, the positive, and that that seems to help build the bond. Okay. okay. I definitely wouldn't jump in too right. soon because I get all – yeah. Okay. All right, LaDonna, keep us posted, and congratulations on that Thank self-love you. move <laughs> yeah. you did. Thank you. Love you. Bye. Bye-bye. Love you, too. Lots of love. Hi, welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Hi, Michelle. This is Carrie. How are you? Hi, Carrie. Doing great. Do you have a question for me? Um. Yeah, so um, I have five kids. I've talked to you a few times, so usually I probably sound pretty stressed. But um, my youngest (laughs) son, who is 15 months old, had a seizure yesterday. Do you have any insight on that? Um, He doesn't really have any. uh, I had gestational diabetes, and I'm in my intuition, I'm wondering if he has type 1 diabetes. I just wanted to see if you had maybe yeah sugar imbalance or something. Now is this the first one? Because I feel like he could have had one before. So maybe it it wasn't seen or noticed. It feels yeah. So sometimes this is like building up to something. Yeah. So sometimes he will uh, like throw his head back and hit it, and I didn't realize that that could possibly be small seizures, is what the doctor was saying. I feel it was. Yeah, that's what I'm getting. Yeah, because I feel like this one seizure that he's been, it's showing he's been having this all along, little by little, and it's just getting bigger. I do feel like there's going to be some kind of, I don't think he's going to have this forever, though, but I do feel he's going to be on some kind of regime and some kind of medication, and then he'll get checked periodically. Yeah, yeah, but he's going to be fine. He's going to be okay. All right, sweetie, keep him posted, okay? Okay, love you. Some healing light. Love you too. Thank Bye. you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hi, welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Hi, there. I hear you. Hi. Hi, this is Jody. Hi, Jody. Welcome. Can you? Thank you. I, I hear a lot hey, in the background. I'm, Either. Oh, I'm so sorry. I am driving, um, and I'm kind of go, I'm going okay. by a military base. So I hope that okay, I don't the win- you. Are, you can't put the windows up? 
I'll break windows or uh, hold on a second. Oh, okay. Okay, we'll try to do it. It's just very noisy. Okay, Jody, what's your question? I'm going to say. Woo, very noisy. Sarah, can you hear me now? Oh, yeah, much better. Much okay, better. Okay, cool. Okay, so I kind of had a little bit of a career disappointment last week. Okay. I, after a month and a half, I did all these interviews, and I was first runner-up or first loser, however you decide to, to coin it, and I, I'm i not 100% disappointed, but just right. kind of, and I'm wondering if you see anything else happening in my career. Because there's something better coming is what I'm hearing, something better tailored for you, and I'm hearing this time around, you, and it's going to come up suddenly. So there is something, a different job. There is something. It might not be till October, October, okay. November. But I do feel like there's something better, and you're going to be glad that you waited. And it might even be something with the work or the hours or working remotely. or There's something perk. There's something that's going to come through. Um, I almost feel like it comes through, it might even be through a, a friend or friend of a friend tells you about okay. something, and you're still a little kind of down, like you're like, resi- resign. I'll just be where I'm at, I guess, and boom, something comes through. And so that's, definitely that's something kind is, of how I, I feel about it, because I'm, I'm, well, I don't want to say my, at the tail end of my career, because I could do this until I, I'm, I'm 90, but... What I'm currently doing is just, it's boring. <laughs> I'm so bored. Yeah, you're I'm ready a, for I'm change. I'm underpaid. Yeah. Yeah. No, what, is there something that's really good that's coming in for you? So I would just kind of get on your little magic genie cap and start just envisioning, you know, with the feeling of what it is that you want, you know, the lifestyle and what kinds of situations oh, you'd yeah. be open to. Yeah. Okay. Because I do see something coming in, definitely. All right, like Jody, that. you take your okay, care. Thank Keep you. us posted, please. Let us know how it unfolds. Okay, bye. Oh, for sure. Thank you so much. Hi, welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Whoopsie. Hello. Hi. My name is Sandra. Hi. Hi, can you hear me? Hi, Sandra. Okay, welcome. Great. I can hear you. Thank you. Um, do you have any – well, I, I, do you do generals? I, I guess I'm just trying to – just a question because I have so many callers. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it helps me okay. really focus in. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, my current living situation. Do you see um, things progressing stronger? And what's your first name? What's your first Sandra, name? F- Sandra. Sandra. F A N D R A. Okay. And you want to know what's coming up for your? Well, it looks fine. Is there like a romantic connection there? Yes, yes. Okay, because it shows, okay. (laughs) It shows romance. (laughs) But it does show kind of an openness or fickle or something. It's showing either, it's showing either don't put all your eggs in one basket or you also need to focus on more of your own creativity and things that bring up your self-esteem and self-worth so you can make the right decision. Because I feel it's either fickle or on and off. Does that make sense? Yes, it does make sense. And I was yeah. just wondering if you see me staying here or moving. I see you moving if you work on yourself. 
because you're going to want more. You're going to expect more. So your key right now is to mm, do whatever okay. brings up your fulfillment energy level, what makes you feel better okay. about yourself. Is that going on walks? Is that the gym? Is there art? Is there mm-hmm. some hobby? You need to focus on you so that you can eventually give the, hey, yay or nay. That's it. Gotcha. Are we or are we not? Boom. Okay. All right, Sandra. All right. All right. We're Thank here you. for you. So just uh, focus Thank you. on you and your greatness. All right. Take care. Thank you. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Hi. Welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Hello. Oops. Hello. You're on air. Hi, Michelle. This is Dominique. How are you? Hey, Dominique. I'm doing great. What's your question? Good. Uh, my question is, I spoke to you, um, I don't know, maybe a few months ago, and um, I was asking you about my partner and our situation and leaving and stuff, and you um, at that time were just saying that I would probably find out, but just basically be more disappointed and might end up leaving sooner than, like, what I expected. And I'm kind of just really accepting that, and that is how things have played out. So I'm really just trying to um, tap into my higher um, self and my intuition, which generally I'm good at, but I'm obviously having a little bit of trouble right now because my heart is very broken. And so um, I'm just wondering – you know, if you could help me with that and to help me see, like, what to do next. Like, will I have help? Do I need to move out of state with my son? Um, I just really don't know what to do, and I don't know that I can afford to live in this state uh, and be a single mom um, and and live in a place that's safe for my child and and me as a single woman. Mm -hmm. The first thing I hear for is, um, where is your support? I have, I mean, a few different places, but out of town. So maybe Michigan, okay. maybe Baltimore, you know, those two places I'm, go primarily. That's, that's what I'm getting is where your support is because you need a base because you're not yeah. only trying to up-level your life, financially right. for, for more financial security, stability, financial freedom, however you want to. You're also <clears throat> healing. So there's going to be some emotional mm-hmm. healing with this situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I would say wherever the support is, and then kind of like I told caller Sandra, caller, this caller before you, is right now it has to be all about you. What makes your, mm-hmm. you feel genuinely feel good? What's life enhancing for you? What supports you? What is the hobbies? What are the dreams, the goals, the desires, career goals, health, fitness? What are those goals? And just start them little mm-hmm. by little. Make a plan. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like your higher self is, is knocking on your door, which is your true you, mm-hmm. is knocking on the little door, yes. the ego you, saying, hey, we got to do this. we got to have a next level in our life. Like that's going to mm-hmm. be more fun, yeah. more interesting, less drama. Right. So go where it's mm-hmm. go where it's easiest to do that. Go where the support is. Okay. Alrighty. And so what about my time, Mom? Yeah, but uh, it's just not easy for me because 
my mom guilt, you know, and like you said, I have to make sure I'm mentally, you know, uh, at my best and thriving to be a good mom. However, with being a social worker and knowing, you know, the impact of of just uh, not my son not having, you know, good access to his father, that's my main concern mm-hmm. growing up like that. No, 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 no. I'm going to intervene on that as a therapist. No, I think that's a misnomer. I think it's much better for a child not to have a, a negative influence rather than you but can what find that. But not negative on him? But he is because he is towards you. So something's going on there. There's something going on that's going to affect that son. Okay. I mean, that's mm-hmm. your choice. My perception is, because when I say people want to stay in relationships or stay near their father, or their, I don't think that... It, if it's not a healthy relationship, it's not a healthy relationship. And that's what that's teaching. It's teaching that child to tolerate this just because it's a family member. It's teaching them. I mean, those are the, I, I get tons of those clients as adults. Oh, I, and they mm-hmm. finally realize, yeah, my mom or my dad stayed for me, but really were unhappy. And what do they do? Right. They get in the same kind of relationship where they stay uh-huh. and they're yeah. unhappy. And they tolerate yeah. this. So the best thing we can do for our children is because they don't, they're not going to learn by what we tell them, very little, maybe mm-hmm. a quarter. They're going to mm-hmm. learn by what they see us doing. Right, right, right. So okay. I, I think you have some kind of listen to what I'm saying, go, look within to what you're saying and, and see and ask mm-hmm. yourself truthfully, what is my true motivation for staying? Because I think a yeah. lot of, I'm not saying you particularly, but I think a lot of women, especially sometimes men, but mainly women, stay close to the fathers because they say it's for the child when on some level it's also really for them. It's, oh, it's, yeah, it's, absolutely. You know. Yeah, for sure. So I you know that's definitely a, little... a part of that. Yeah, and that's okay because you're in that part of the healing process. So, um mm-hmm. You just have to be with it a little more and then keep asking what is truly healthy. Okay. So last question, I know you yeah. have to go, so this can be like a yes or no if you need to be. But so do I abruptly do this and like just kind of leave everything behind or do I like plan it out with um, my partner and my family or ex-partner, I guess, whatever you, because right now we're, you know, he's under the assumption that we're kind of like working on things, and I'm I'm sorting this out in my mind on my own before I say anything. Um, and so, do I, I think just you do that? need like, to get clear? My my okay. suggestion would be to for you to get clear, talk to your mm-hmm. sources of support, and say I'm thinking about doing this. I'm not sure, but I'm looking at this. Maybe you go visit. Maybe you look online. Maybe you talk to different people. I would say do your research and get clear okay. about what's right for you and okay. where you have the, the the ability to, unless he's going to be paying chi- spousal support and child support, then you don't have an issue. But it doesn't sound like he's going to be doing that. He probably will. He's very, very, like, nice and respectful to me, but it's just the lying and deceit that just, surface and it's just a part of my journey and my healing I needed that to happen to 
it just made my whole life make sense as far as my relationships and what I have been allowing to close my eyes to. So it's really, Mm -hmm. like, I can see where all of this is really for my healing. He just happens to be a part of that. But as far as just the, um, you know, just our interactions and stuff, there's nothing, like, uh, toxic or or anything like that. So he'll take Well, you said lying and deceit. Right. You said lying and deceit. That's toxic. Right. So I guess indirect. (laughs) You get what I'm saying? I'm not – I promise I am absolutely not – Using his behavior, my heart is not able to excuse his behavior. But just being realistic about just the interaction, you know what I mean? There's none, nothing like unhealthy and alarming in that regard. It's more so like I did some digging and then I found that stuff out for myself. So absolutely disrespectful and everything. But what I'm saying is that I think that he will be responsible in that sense to you know, financially mm-hmm. help me, as he has all along. Okay. But you never know when people break up. You so know, it's, people change sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. So it just sounds to me like, um, Dominique, you just need to do some research, you know, your personal mm-hmm. research, and just have your mm-hmm. options ready and what your comfort level is, you know, even if there's a little stretch, but basically your comfort level. And then perhaps mm-hmm. that's the time that you present him, you know, with – what you're thinking and why did you tell him about the what you uncovered yes i did i did so mm-hmm. now i just that's why i said he's under the impression that we are going to um think think you know that we're going to work towards and that's fine i could play that game but like you said my higher self is calling me to you know just when i look at the whole picture like i well, know it is, it's time for expansion yeah, it's calling you for a better life but what is this something yeah. that you work you can work out with somebody because if he's under that or what is the deceit or lies that you I don't think that you don't I, I think so but i would have to be able to determine if i'm able to trust the game going forward because it's totally caught me off guard and like i said this is how i live my life i prayed a couple years ago, you know, for source to please allow me to be present and not, like, I felt like I was just do-do-do going on through life. And I was like, no, I want to, like, be, I want to experience it and I want to create, you know, and I want to be aware of what's really happening. I felt like I was not uh, connected to life. And so then at that point, slowly, you know, I started ascending. But then in the last few months since my dad has died from that relationship, it just, uh, just really focused on all, like, my male relationships and how I just okay. kind of am quiet and take things so that I can not have people leave me, you know. Right. Okay, well, so, yeah, well, there's the yeah. abandonment. Okay, so, Dominique, yep, this yep. is not a, something I can answer in a quick read. <laughs> this is a therapy right. session. I, I, know, I do and completely, maybe, you know, I understand. <laughs> yeah. I do. So it may be that you even need to do – a therapy a session I don't know you might have to do it might be good for you guys to work with somebody um, to mediate because yes your higher self wants you to have a you know more fulfilled living and there's that deceit and deception which is you know toxic but everybody deceives a little bit or lies or leaves things for out sure. because part of it is you don't remember everything or there's certain things you don't want to bring up and maybe you don't need to 
So I don't know if that's if you're the is it your abandonment issue that's triggered and this can be worked out or is this a deal breaker? See, and that and I got a scoop because we're having our awakening dialogue. Okay. So I feel okay. like you need to perhaps that's part of your research is is maybe even to work with a therapist. You know, do your mm-hmm. research with friends and family. Look at your support. Mm-hmm. Again, this still has to do with your growth, your self-esteem, your self-worth. It's still and and then maybe you want to bring him in on the on some sessions and see what you guys can work out, whether it's staying together or amicably, you know, unpartnering, you know, conscious uncoupling, mm-hmm. as they call these days. Um, because mm-hmm. yeah, it, you've got. Uh, I can see now is where because we're on the phone longer. That you, there's a lot of moving parts to this situation. Yeah, very much so. Yeah, so I can't give it a yeah, leave, go, stay. I I can't do that. Right. I think you need to work with somebody right. on a consistent basis that can really mm-hmm. hear you out. Mm-hmm. And um, okay. And it deserves that. And but I will say one yeah. thing to put my little two cents in. The motivation, sure. to be, if you really want it to be optimal health and wellness, life-enhancing, mental-emotional health, it cannot be that you're staying just so your son has a father figure. Right. Yes. Absolutely. You, yeah. 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 All right, sweetie. Uh, good luck. And keep us posted. Ooh. I'm sure you'll be able to make uh, the right well. decision. But my suggestion would be is that you do work with someone for a little bit. Okay. You know. I'll actually okay. tell right. my therapist or set a meeting with her and not saying anything. Thank you so much, Michelle. I really appreciate you. Oh, thank you, thank you. You're so welcome. Yeah. All right. You take yes. good care. You too, Michelle. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, everyone. It is time for our Awakening Dialogue, and we have with us today uh, Christy Nelson. She's the founder of um, a value-based fundraising, consulting, and training as well as coaching business. Uh, she's worked with the organizations such as the Institute for Jewish Spirituality, Buddhist Peace Fellowship, Spirit in Action, Wisdom 2.0, as well as the Center for Contemplative Mind in Society. Uh, she's also the founding director of the Soul of Money Institute with Lynn Twist, who's a director of development at Kripalu Center for Yoga and Health. Uh, Christy received her BA from uh, UMass at Amherst, a graduate certificate in business and sociology from Boston College, and she has her master's in public administration with a concentration in leadership studies. She is um, an author as well as a leadership coach, and uh, she is the author of Wake Up Grateful. We all need this. Hello, Christy. Welcome to the program. Hi, Michelle. It's a joy to be with you. Thank you. Oh, joy to be with you as well. What a wonderful energy that you have. Um, (laughs) Thank you. Oh, my gosh. Have you ever been busy, but I say full, fulfilled with life? Full. Yes, Um, I have. Wow. Yeah. I'm incredibly lucky. I'm incredibly blessed. Absolutely. So happy to be with you today. So tell um, us, I'd love to know a bit about how you got on this path, what you were doing before. Um, Mm -hmm. You work, I know you're working with, you know, people being more grateful and also helping people become, step into that leadership role Mm -hmm. in their life and in with groups. 
But what was the trajectory of events? What was the unfolding for you that got you on the current path you're on now? Great question. Uh, so I've always been in nonprofit work and service work and, you know, really incredible work in the world and felt so lucky about that. And then mm-hmm. um, I, in my early 30s, I did have a stage four cancer experience which is a very advanced cancer, and that turned my life around, Michelle. So that's, that's what mm. made me uh, go towards the kind of work that I'm involved with now, which is I am the director of an organization called A Network for Grateful Living. So that's my current mm. job. I've been doing that for over seven years, and it really is about living gratefully. And then it, I was completely moved to write this book called Wake Up Grateful, the transformative practice of taking nothing for granted because Mm. that's what cancer taught me. And that's what I believe we go through life. If we go through life kind of half asleep or half Mm -hmm. awake, we often Mm -hmm. end up getting wake up calls in life. And those wake-up calls can be really hard, and they can be they can test us and challenge us. And I know you talk to lots of people who go through a lot of wake-up calls. And so part yeah. of what I'm inviting people to do is wake up to your life right now. Wake up to what matters. Wake up to being grateful mm-hmm. for the life that you have, for the moments you have. So, And take nothing for granted because we have no idea what's going to happen in our lives. So live now and love now and do what matters to you now because this is the one precious life that we have. Mm. And gratitude, um, I know it's kind of cliche these days, but do you, But there is a lot of study about being grateful yeah. and having appreciation for something in, in regards to healing or getting through. And I know that sometimes has helped me when I've really gone through traumatic things um it's like at one point you just got to look around and go well at least i can do this i can do that now i could i have this you know um absolutely what is your thought on that especially having gone through um that stage four experience uh which can be quite Mm -hmm. harrowing and you know you definitely Mm -hmm. have to have all your wits about you and support (laughs) yeah did you did you know did you were you embarking on gratitude at that at that point did you start integrating that when I was done yeah when I when I finished treatment well actually through all the way through treat all the way through an uncertain diagnosis and prognosis and then all the treatment you know I had the whole kit and caboodle uh, and then I realized that almost dying gave me the most incredible perspective on appreciating life on every single moment that I had. And it was facing that prospect of dying that made me so incredibly grateful and take nothing for granted. And I thought this is, mm-hmm. it was the most joyful, vivid way to live because I had been reminded that my life wasn't forever and not to thumb my nose at what I had, you know, like not to basically ignore the gifts of my life as it was, the gifts of my body, mm-hmm. what could work, and not to focus on all the things that are broken, which we know how to do so well, but yeah, to really yeah. focus on what was available to me and what was precious and what was my good fortune, everything, even in the midst of having this prognosis. And that was the most incredible quality of life, even without a promise of quantity of life 
my quality of life mm-hmm. was so enhanced. And that got me hooked into, wow, the more grateful I am, the more perspective I have on being grateful for what is right now, the more joyful I am and the more alive I feel. And I want more of that and I want to teach people more about that. So that's what the book is and that's what the work is. Mm, beautiful. Now, it's not, you funded or founded a value-based fundraising consulting, and you came from fundraising. Can you explain yeah. a little bit about that? And as well as this, you were the director um, of Soul of mm. Money. I'm very curious mm. about that, that combo. Oh, yeah. That, that would interest you a lot, actually. Lynn Twist is the, the woman who wrote a book called The Soul of Money, and um, I helped her found an institute to start that. And it's a beautiful experience about just really looking at how to direct our resources to the things that matter most to us. And that is mm-hmm. true in life no matter what, that we have this experience of really being intimate with our resources in service of our values. So she is all about that and about, you know, in, injecting the soul into money and uh, mm-hmm. so that book is beautiful. And I came from a fundraising background before I had cancer. So for me, learning to navigate this world of giving and receiving and asking for money as a way of love, for me, it ended up being an expression of love in the world, love for the values and causes that I held dear. And when people give money, philanthropy means love of humankind. It's an expression of love when we give money. And when can we receive it with love and can we ask for it with love? So that was a that was my earlier professional years. And it's not that I don't do that anymore, um, but I do that in service of of this whole movement for grateful living. Yeah. Mm, okay. So are you still working with the value, value-based fundraising and consulting? Are you doing that now, or what have you, or have you moved on to the No, that was old. Yeah, and I'm okay. now, right, I've been the director of a network for Grateful Living for seven years. So that was something okay. I did in my, in my past. So that's part of my bio, which is great. And, you know, I've had a wonderful life doing work that really is meaningful to me, so I'm incredibly lucky that way. But, yeah, now I'm the executive director of a network for Grateful Living. Okay. Which so is I great. Our, our website is – Yeah, 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 yeah. I was going to say. Our website is gratefulness.org, and it's so beautiful, Michelle. I think you would absolutely love it, and your listeners would love it. We call it an online sanctuary. It's, mm, a, beautiful. it's a rare and exquisite online space gratefulness.org and you can go there 24 seven and be inspired and be uplifted and be reminded of what matters the most and get perspective. It is so beautiful and so proud of it. So we have beautiful people working on that and it's a place you can go and just be inspired and get perspective any moment of any day, no matter what you're going through and people use it in all kinds of circumstances in their life to remind them to be grateful. Mm, beautiful, beautiful. So I imagine it sounds like you took what you were doing before in your kind of former mm-hmm. life, <laughs> former career, yes. careers, yes, and have and have brought it into a network for grateful living. You're right. That's exactly right. I think yeah. it's the culmination of 
everything, you know, all the choices in my life have led me here. And this is where I make my home and make my legacy and where I, where I will kind of end my professional life because it's the f- most full expression of who I am. And what a gift mm-hmm. to have that opportunity in life. Yes, yes. So what was the inspiration for the, the network? Because you call it a network. Yeah. I know that the website's yep. gratefulness.org, but a network for grateful living. Tell us a little bit about that. What is the inspiration, but, and also what is the network? Yeah, great question. So it was founded by someone named Brother David Steindelrast, who is kind mm-hmm. of, he's called the grandfather of gratitude. Oprah Winfrey had him on Super Soul Sunday, and he is this incredible Benedictine monk. A lot of people are familiar with his writing, and he, mm-hmm. um, he, mm-hmm. he really believes that gratefulness is at the heart of prayer, all prayer. And that gratefulness is the deepest expression of all religions and all spiritual paths, that gratefulness is the core and the centerpiece. So he founded this organization 21 years ago, and and he wanted it to be a network because, one, we're global. We have about 100,000 people a month come to our website. Uh, we from all over the world, and um, mm-hmm. and he really believes that it's in those connections that we make things happen. So this whole idea of really being a movement and being um, inspiration for one another. So it's a sense of interconnectedness all over the world. And so we represent there's there's networks all over um, in South America and in Europe and. So we're part of a larger network of organizations that focus on grateful living. And we're based in the United States and serve people globally. But it's, it's really quite astounding and very moving. It's a very moving website and kind of work and philosophy and really changes people's lives. Mm-hmm. Very, very um, supportive, it looks like. Very. It is. Um, now, also, I know you have courses, and I believe you have also a, a live course, uh, perhaps by Zoom, <laughs> six-week course coming up. Um, if you can talk a we little just bit about that, the fundamentals it last of night. Oh, yeah. Oh, you did. We, oh, is, that, is, we did. is there more coming up? Is there more it, coming there up? There is coming. Hey, there is. You're so 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 sweet. Um, yes, the fundamentals of grateful living. So we just finished a beautiful course. It's called Wake Up Grateful. Open your heart to life. And it was, we had hundreds and hundreds of people in it, and it was very successful, and we're going to be offering it again in the fall. And so, you know, if people go onto our website and sign up, you can subscribe for something called the Word for the Day. Michelle, it's gorgeous. It's like every single day, you can see it on our homepage. You get a, every single day you get emailed a quote that's super inspirational, super perspective-enhancing, um, quality-of-life-enhancing, really beautiful, and it's for many, it kind of starts their day spiritually and starts their day with good perspective. So you can sign up for our newsletters, and then you find out about the different offerings we have. We do a lot of practices because we really believe that living gratefully is a practice, yeah. like living mindfully, oh boy, like yeah. living spiritually. Yeah. Like it's every single moment returning to something over and over again. And I always say it's the best thing to be in a practice and to have a practice because you can never be perfect and you're never a failure. <laughs> you're just always yeah. on a path. Practicing. And you're learning yeah. and growing. Yeah. I just had, uh, by the way, last night I was at Cafe Gratitude, <laughs> a friend of mine. and uh, That's so great. We were talking, right, gratitude, we're talking about that, but we were talking about the practice, that 
how you get through everything that's going on, like with practice, you need a practice, you know, you do. and yeah, yes, and that do. support. Yeah, I think having a yeah. practice is grounding. It's grounding. Mm-hmm. It's something to return to over and over again. And within that practice, you develop all kinds of little practices, like little things that you can do every single day that help you return to that sense of perspective, which is like, oh, yeah, oh, my gosh. And I'll give you one if you want one little practice. It's really, yes, it's very cool. Yes. Ready? Okay. Mm-hmm. So yes. one thing that we encourage people to do, and this is a great thing, is you think about right now, anybody who's listening, including you, Michelle, think about five yeah, things you have to do before the end of the day and write those down. Or, um, so think of five things you have to do. What are the things that you have okay. to get done before the end of the day? And for me, those are, right, so those are often chores and errands and people to be in touch with and things like that. And so these are five things I have to do. And then what a really beautiful practice is, a grateful living practice, is to then substitute I get to for I have to. Ooh, nice, I get to. Ooh, that lightens it up. it changes everything. Yeah. It changes everything. It's so quick and easy because that's what we call a perspective enhancement. Right in the moment, you can turn something around. You can reframe. And it's so beautiful to have tools like that that remind us, oh, yeah, I get to go buy groceries because I have a car, because I can, because my body yeah. works, because I have enough money to buy groceries, because I'm you know, fortunate mm-hmm. in all these ways. Instead of feeling, I like to say, instead of feeling beleaguered by life, you befriend life. Yeah. Instead of begrudging Whoa. what you have to do, befriend what you have to do. Befriend those things and recognize the good fortune and privilege that we have in being able to have bodies that work and moments available to us and relationships to tend. And, you know, it's a, it's a different way of seeing life. And it's, I say it's not the glass half full or the glass half empty. In the book, what I talk about, it's about having a glass at all. It's about having a glass at all. It's not about how much is in it. Yeah. Can you celebrate the glass? Yeah. yeah. So true. Um, Tammy in the chat says a beautiful site. She went to your site and she's followed this for years. We have somebody that's been following this. Yeah, in the chat. Um, Yeah, we do. We do have a lot of of followers. It's beautiful. Thank you, Tammy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is great. Uh, by the way, Christy, you must be psychic because the last thing on my list, walk was one of them. Some emails and go for a walk and finish my reading, my inner work. But the last thing, just as you said, I put grocery shop and then you said about <laughs> <laughs> It's often one of those things, you know. Right? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, exactly. yeah turn that it around so and just make it a source of joy. Make it a yeah. source of joy and inspiration. I, you know? I like that. I get to I get to do that. Yeah. Um, now the fundamentals. Okay, because the course is the fundamentals of living grateful. The basics. Yes, it so is. is. Is this um, is that one of the fundamentals? Is, is mm. the reframing? Well, it is, but you or know there are five. Steps. Yeah, those are actions. Mm-hmm. Those are actually different and. We have all these little practices that support what we call our principles, right? So there's five principles. 
And those are really the fundamentals of grateful living. And I can tell you what those are really quickly if you'd like. They're, they're yeah. beautiful. They're beautiful. And each one, I'll tell you after I read them, each one in and of itself is a meditation. It's a profound proclamation and a call to action. It's a prayer. Mm. It's, uh, it's an affirmation. So I'm going to read these to you. I know them by heart, actually. I'm going to recite okay. them to you. And you can let each one kind of sink in and you realize that these are, the, these are really the founding principles, what we call the touchstones for living gratefully. And when you remember these things, it puts you in touch with perspective, right? So the first one is life is a gift. When you greet each moment gratefully, you are always receiving. Mm. Truth. Second one, everything is surprise. When you open to wonder, opportunities abound. Truth. Mm. Right? The ordinary Mm -hmm. is extraordinary. When you take nothing for granted, life is abundant. The fourth one is, yeah, appreciation is generative. That's the fourth one. Appreciation is generative. What you appreciate, appreciates, right? So appreciation is generative. When you tend what you value, what you value thrives. Mm. And the fifth one is love is transformative. When you embrace the great fullness of life, your heart overflows. And that puts you back in touch with life is a gift. And so you could then circle these all, reinforce one another. They're so beautiful. It's such beautiful touchstones about ways to live. And these are in the book, Wake Up Grateful. It's, the whole book is wrapped around the principles and the points of perspective. And it's a path for living. It's like you say, a practice that helps ground us. And, and one of the ways to pray these is to really say, may I hold life as a gift. May I greet each moment gratefully. May I know that I am always receiving. Mm, Boom. What does that open up? It opens. It's taking that first principle and turning it into a prayer. Second principle, the one, one of the ones that you like, the ordinary is extraordinary. May I hold the ordinary as extraordinary. May I take nothing for granted and know that life is abundant. That's the prayer. So these are beautiful and they're gifts and they're available to everyone in every single moment. It's not that everything we can be grateful for, but we can be grateful for every moment and all the opportunities available to us in every moment. So this is Grateful Living and I'm so glad to get to talk to you about it, Michelle, because it's a beautiful path, very resonant with what you stand for. Yeah. Well, and I feel so needed right now. I mean, it always yes. has been, but I feel like yes. as we, when there's more change, you know, more change coming. Um, yes. What a beautiful mindfulness no, so practice right. to, just to pause and be, you yeah. know, grateful. Or, or those, fund, those touchstones, those yes. fundamentals that you said, very simple yet very 
profound, very deep, very, I mean, you could spend a exactly. long time just on each one. You know? exactly. I say to people, right, you can work them all or you can work uh, just one or you can one, work one part of one. And I, I'm going to yeah. just say to you because you just, you're psychic too. <laughs> uh, we're both psychic yeah. together. That what you, when you said it's a mindfulness practice, what's interesting is we have a practice, the practice of grateful living is we base it in stop, look, go. So when mindfulness is stopping for presence and then gratefulness is steeped in looking for perspective and going Mm -hmm. for possibility. So we cultivate presence, we cultivate perspective, and we cultivate a sense of possibility. So we stop. And what I say is that's the red lights in life. The red lights in life give us the opportunity to stop. The yellow lights give us the opportunity to look because guess what? If you don't look, you're going to get hit by another car. You're going to hit by another wake-up call. You're going to get hit by another calamity. You're going to fall asleep at the wheel. So red Mm -hmm. lights and yellow lights serve a purpose. Life is not all about green lights, but green light is the go, and it's go toward possibility after stopping and getting perspective and getting present and being fully available to life. Then you go, mm-hmm. and then you go with clarity and intention and beauty and gratitude because you're awake and aware and alive, fully alive to the life that you have. Yeah. So I say always, you know, life can't tell. Gratitude wants to just appreciate the green lights, but gratefulness and grateful living see the purpose of the red lights and the yellow lights as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that distinction, Christy. That is thank you. Well, that makes a big difference. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Because the don't begrudge it, befriend it. Yeah, yeah. Because the gratitude. I mean, yeah, you're like pedal to the metal, and then thank God this happened. Thank God. Oh, I'm grateful. You know, I feel gratitude. But yeah, the gratefulness, the pause in it, which I feel in the new paradigm. That's so much whether you want to say inner self, higher self, connecting within. We're learning, I feel, as a culture to pause more, mm-hmm. get out of those conditioned response patterns, really be in that that moment, that generative I moment. Hope so. Yeah, yeah. I yes, I hope slow, so. But we're going, we're going there. Um, no, we're learning. We're learning, and the new paradigm—that's yeah, a beautiful way to put it—is available to all of us in every moment, and it's up to us to live it. So it's yeah, an invitation to do it. all the time, yeah. right? And, and it's so beautiful to do it in concert with other people, knowing that other people on the planet are committed to these same kinds of intentions, right? So yeah, beautiful absolutely. thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, it only happens, you know, a lot of people, oh, when is the new paradigm? Wait, guys. Well, no, there's no fairy godmother with the wand. Right. Expect your heels. We have to do, we have to do, we have to learn these, you know, principles. And books like yours, I mean, that's like, the energy of the new emerging consciousness. We need these classes, videos, mm. podcasts, yes. books. Yeah, yeah. To, agreed, agreed. Yeah, to give us the information, but also the support. You know, you can go to the book and go. Um, something I have to ask you about uh, in your book. Sure. There's a part, Scaling Joy, which I find is fascinating. You have this idea of, um, which I love, holding the intention of inviting more aliveness into yes. your day. Yeah. Of course. Energizing aliveness. aspirations. Yeah. Yes. You know, you can be alive, but not have aliveness. 
And aliveness mm-hmm. is a quality that is so fully engaged. I say it's the kind of each one of those principles actually engenders a quality. So, and, and aliveness is the ultimate quality. So we, first we have awakeness, then awareness, then alertness, then attentiveness, and then aliveness. Aliveness comes to life through all those other things. You have to be awake and aware and alert and attentive, and then you can become alive. Mm. So it is about being present. It's about having that perspective. And aliveness is when you ask myself, am I fully alive right now? It's a great question Mm -hmm. to ask yourself. If not, how can Mm. I bring a greater sense of aliveness to my, to my being right now? Does it mean I need to get up and dance? Does it mean I need to redirect my life? Does it mean I need to ask myself a question? Does it mean I need to take a risk? Does what brings us to life more fully? And then that will bring us joy because joy is the reward of aliveness and spiritual connectedness. A sense of really being in your spiritual life is the gift of aliveness, full Mm -hmm. aliveness. So I think it is, I think there's always that question, you know, I think happiness can be fleeting. I think joy is deep rooted and more readily available to us actually. If we can find, go within and find joy, happiness is sold to us. It's kind of like a commodity. It comes and goes. And I think gratitude is similar in a way, but gratefulness and joy Mm -hmm. don't depend on what happens. They're, they're inside us. And we can bring them yeah. to life. That's yeah. beautiful it's like a, to it's know a, that that's in our agency. It's an approach yeah, to life. It's, exactly. a, I, it's a total yeah. approach to life. Yeah, I love total what you're saying because that's a lot of times I talk about and even hashtag appreciation. Because the gratitude, yeah. I'm like, you know, when I say gratitude, I don't, I don't, but I think very difficult and feel joy yeah. and feel grateful for what I have. I can't yeah. lie and say, oh, I'm yeah. grateful that I have this, or I feel gratitude I have this experience. It's like, no, yeah. but I do feel no. grateful or I appreciate what this is bringing up for me or what I have. So it sounds like this is like really kind of mold you into this approach of life, the way of looking um, yep. at life yeah, and your circumstances. Exactly. exactly. It changes everything. Wow. And, and we call gratefulness mm-hmm. an orientation to life. It's from the inside mm-hmm. out, Michelle. Gratitude mm-hmm. is more a reaction. Gratefulness yes. is a state of being. It's a state of being and yeah. a way of being. And so it orients us to life through that. And so we can weave all our moments the other way. And grateful living, it's a way of life. So you, you embody gratefulness. You say, what is it like to really, and I'll ask myself sometimes, what would gratefulness do right now? What would gratefulness say to me right now? Because I can lose perspective over and over again. So how do I get yeah. back to that wellspring, the wellspring inside me that reminds me that life is a gift, that everything is extraordinary, really? You know, like it reminds me of those deep truths. And we have, that's what a path is. That's what a, uh, when we choose to be grounded in a path and a practice it, it has all those tools and all those ways of reminding ourselves the gifts that we can bring. Um, mm-hmm. And we need those because, as you say, it takes support of each other yeah. and of lots of tools and practices and rituals and all those things in order to go through life really aware, awake, alert, attentive, and alive and to be fully available and, and intentional about how we want to live our lives and to make a difference with our lives. So, I think use all the tools you can. 
Oh, yeah. absolutely. Oh, yeah. Because sometimes you need some new ones, too. <laughs> you recycle yeah, you back. Um, yeah. Now, in your book, Christy, do you um, have, like, these reminders, like how we're oh, talking? Oh, my God, is about a million the, of them. Is, <laughs> oh, good. Okay. <laughs> yeah. The, the okay. book is loaded with practices that you can use in every single moment. What are some questions you can ask yourself? What are some quotes you can remind yourself of? What are some perspective prompts? What are some affirmations and meditations? What are some things you can do? What are, you know, ways that you can live in your home and live in your body and, and engage in your relationships? So there's 10 application chapters that are so beautiful, really. I mean, this was such a, an extraordinary experience to write this book. The first, one of the first, the first application chapter is called Savoring Uncertainty, which is really powerful for us coming out of COVID, right? So this pandemic. Mm-hmm. And then Treasuring the Body as it is. That's a really mm. powerful call, right? Like you can yeah. easily focus on what you can't do or what's not working, but what if you focus your attention on what is working, and what is beautiful and what does serve your life and how your body is amazing and miraculous every single moment of every single day that you're here is the result of a million things going right every single second. Mm-hmm. A million. Every single second, otherwise you wouldn't be here. Yeah. Yeah. So you can just, so it wakes you up to marvel. It wakes you up to marvel yeah. at life. Yeah. So yeah. the book is full of those things. You can, you can count on that and, you know, because I believe that we all need all of these rituals and routines and tools and practices constantly to help remind us and bring us back to what matters most. So I, and that's not a weakness. It's actually a strength to turn to those things and to know to use those in service of our oh, aliveness absolutely. and our joy. Yeah, yeah. they become, they're like a little family. You're fa- part of you, you know, that you have this <laughs> very soothing I, i've been there the comfort like oh good i can read this i can do that and, you know feel better i love that. positive triggers positive i love triggers. that exactly now i'm wondering christy have you found because um, i feel from your energy and some of the stuff you're saying i just i feel like there could possibly be more aliveness mm-hmm. more health in the way people however people want to term it for themselves by being more grateful by taking this grateful approach did you oh, notice yeah. that? Because you've been doing this a while. Have you noticed that uh, that aliveness is is more present and, and amplified? Let's say. Oh yeah, I, I think so. If you can imagine orienting to every moment gratefully and really living those five principles, right? <laughs> Which you know I think a lot of yeah. us aspire to do. But the more that we can live in touch with those things, the greater the well of well-being we can access right so that Mm. well gets filled up so we have to fill Mm -hmm. up the well because life actually drains from the well drinks from the well we we you know the well has to be replenished and so Mm well-being to me is when the well is full and full to almost overflowing right so that we are the Mm -hmm. more we can fill the well with all those things the greater we're going to have access to wellness, mental wellness, emotional wellness, spiritual wellness, physical wellness, social wellness, mm. you know, relational wellness. So I think mm-hmm. gratefulness is a constant way to fill the well. And there are a lot of people actually 
who turned to our work and our site and who were part of this course I just led and who are reading the book, who write to me all the time, who are dealing with grief, who are coming through mm-hmm. loss of someone, um, someone dear to them, um, really, really difficult things in life, who know that, that living gratefully is a profound path to that well-being that you talk about, to that wellness and that health and that recovering themselves and, and holding, you don't have to get, get rid of the sense of loss because grief is actually a beautiful testament to something you've been grateful for. You don't grieve something mm-hmm. you weren't grateful for. So grief and mm-hmm. gratitude can go hand in hand. And so I think there's a way to hold grief inside this beautiful well, this wellspring, and to let our grief mm-hmm. be held I love, um, Mark Nepo has a great quote, our fears just want to be held. So I think mm, that there's, it's a really, yeah. isn't that beautiful? It's a beautiful quote. Those yeah. are, that's kind of quote that helps me. So those, those kinds of experiences that we hold that are challenging, heartache, loss, grief, um, when we can find containers that are big enough and compassionate enough to hold those, then they have their rightful place with us, which is we don't have to yeah. abandon them. We just need to give them a bigger embrace to live inside of. That's yeah. the gift. Oh, I love that. Softening up, opening up. So it's beautiful. Yeah. It's yeah. Self-compassion Thank as you. well. In there. Yeah, compassion is so huge, so important. Mm-hmm. Self-compassion, mm-hmm. compassion for others. Yeah, it's yeah. really important. Well, when you're living hard. grateful, you have more compassion, you know. It softens that hard edge, you know. True, so important. total but, truth you speak there, absolutely. So it's, it's really, it is really beautiful, and I think it's, you know, I think it's wonderful to find things in life where you can say, this really resonates as truth for me. Like, this really I, speaks to me in some way. And what have I got to lose? <laughs> except for, yeah. you know, being unappreciative. What have I got to lose but maybe not treasuring my life and what's available to me? You know, what have I got to lose except – and so I think you have to look at – we have to look at that, each of us. Like, are we willing to mm-hmm. give up some of the suffering in favor mm-hmm. of turning it over toward appreciation, toward joy, mm-hmm. toward aliveness, and not need those wake-up calls? What, do, what are we waiting for? a big question mm-hmm. often we're waiting for that wake-up call that so bam wakes us up painfully yeah. so often that to really connect with what we care for what matters to us to remember what's meaningful to live our lives the way we want to live them don't wait for those wake-up mm, calls so true now. don't wait yeah and don't wait for for the something or the someone, a lot of times when this happens, yeah. when this person comes in, or when I get married, or oh, after yeah. I get married, or after I'm divorced, but yeah, the, oh. we put this, yeah, yeah. People say, I'll be grateful when. You don't have, yeah. there's no when. Here's yeah. a great quote for Woo. you. I love this. Okay, ready? I love these little, this is all, all in the book. <laughs> Gratitude waits for something good to happen. Gratefulness just waits for us to be awake. Mm. Beautiful for something good to happen. Like I'll be grateful when I'm married. Gratefulness just waits for us to be awake to the fact that life is a gift, that we're alive, that life is precious. Right. So 
Yay. Always something to be grateful for. There really, um, there really I'm is. Definitely, I gotta be a little cheesy here. Grateful, but I am actually grateful for you being on the program. It actually even fits in with the talk that I did at the beginning. Um, yeah. You know, all this heart energy, um, but this is a really, really good tool um, to yes, help people you. be in that that approach, that that mindfulness yeah. approach of gratefulness. So. Yeah, Chrissy, thanks so much for being on the program. It's been really a joy, and I appreciate you and what you're doing and bringing to the world. So thank you so much, Michelle, and um, I hope people will come come and visit us as well. Use us as a tool, as a gift. Yeah, thank you, sure thank you for will. having me, and take very good care. You too. Much peace and light. Too. Okay. Take care. You too. Bye bye. Bye bye. All right, that was Christy Nelson, and we were talking about her book, uh, Fundamentals of Living Grateful, um, is the course, which will be in September. If you want to find out about that, uh, you can go to gratefulness.org. And again, that was that live six-week course, Fundamentals of Living Grateful. And of course, her book, uh, amazing book, by the way, a lot of great uh, reminders in there and processes and exercises, and that's Wake Up Grateful. All right, everyone. I'm so grateful for all of you. You know that? I know you know that. You know that. Uh, as always, continue to shine your light, share your insights, and, of course, keep awake. I'm Awakenings broadcast every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific Time. Archive shows available on iTunes. For continued awakened conversations and insights, join the Awakenings Group on Facebook. And check out Michelle's blog at soulplayground.com. And keep awake.